Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Hello and welcome to the Dave Recap Podcast. I'm your host, Ray Taylor, and I'm here to break down every episode of the hit FX, FXX comedy series. If you're a fan of Lil Dicky and his unique brand of hilarious and irreverent comedy, then this is the podcast for you. So sit back, relax, and let's submerge ourselves into the world of Dave. This episode, Season 3, Episode 4, Wisconsin, came out April 19th, 2023, directed by Ben Sinclair. This episode, Allie is joining the gang in Wisconsin, where she is from, and has plans to hook up with someone who had a major crush on her from back in college. Dave meets someone that he actually has a connection with in this episode. And this episode follows the format of Dave and one other main character as the focus uh, as they jump back and forth between him and Allie, obviously she being the other focus of this episode. And we see how their separate encounters are seemingly what each other are actually looking for, but ultimately not as well. Maybe they're not as aware of what they want out of life or other people as they at first thought. Uh, so let's get into this episode, shall we? We have Allie going through the airport with her luggage, texting someone on her phone, uh, which is displayed as Jim with in parentheses says, do not call. Not exactly sure what that's all about, but he is seemingly flaking on her or breaking off whatever they had telling her that the, t the timing wasn't right, right? And as she gets to the top of the escalator, she's greeted by the gang, right? Emma runs up and gives her a big hug as they cheer her arrival. Dave holding a sign uh, with his alias on it for some reason, Dag uh, Dom. Pagnotti is Dave's alias and uh, a very Dave kind of a thing to do. Uh, and then we have Cliff, the bus driver, reminding her as they're going onto the bus, reminding her that do not shit on the bus. Uh, cut to Allie asking Dave when they're on the bus how the search for love is going. Uh, and he says it's going very poorly. Emma lets her know that uh, normal flaws are red flags to Dave. Uh, one of which is if you are a bad dancer, but think you're good at it. This is very, this is like very reminiscent of Seinfeld, uh, of what Seinfeld and I think George in that show were really nitpicky about the smallest thing being the biggest red flag. And also the idea of somebody not being aware that they are a bad dancer, a.k.a. Elaine Bettis in Seinfeld, classically being a horrible dancer and thinking that she's good. Uh, so I don't know if that's specifically in reference to Seinfeld or not, but both of those things, both of those elements uh, are very relatable to the Seinfeld, which is also a great show <laughs> about another er erratic and... Uh, like uh, paranoid Jewish person 
uh, Dave and Seinfeld both uh, hold that in common. Anyway, Allie asked Mike uh, to add her name uh, and her her date to the guest list, uh, saying it's uh, this guy named Roy Winters. And Dave knows the name and calls her a strumpet. Uh, because in their relationship, she always referred to him as a friend from college. Uh, but Dave had always suspected it was something more. Dave wants her to acknowledge, finally acknowledge, that he won all of those arguments that he had won from their relationship. And he asks her intentions, and uh, she holds up a giant stuffed. She's like holding this giant, giant stuffed like piece of merch. I, I would imagine they sell at these shows. It's like the little dicky logo but in a stuffed uh small curved penis uh she holds that up as what her intentions are with this guy uh cut to later on in the hotel where ali and emma are sharing a room emma uh points out that her chill vibe that that she that ali's chill vibe that she has and ali appreciates um ali appreciates that she thinks she's got a chill vibe and she just uh she's just ready to have some casual sex that's what she's there for right she had this uh thing this issue with this guy that she was seeing and now she's out there um to get some dick really and emma wants Allie to hang out with her right she wants to go to the botanical gardens and and smoke some weed right but Allie wants to crack open a bottle of wine and hang out with her dude, uh, then meet up later at the show, right? So kind of another situation similar to Dave when he was filming the music video on Harrison Avenue, right? His old, his ex, a.k.a. old friend, hoping that they could hang out together. A similar situation here, except for it is uh, Allie, not wanting to hang out and Emma kind of being desperate to hang out with her friend. I mean, Emma has been surrounded by dudes on this tour and finally her friend is in town and her friend wants to go hang out with some other dudes so she can get some dick. But you know, it, it is what it is. Emma's is understanding and uh, also a little confused uh, about, her wanting to fuck this guy Roy Winters right she compares him to an iPhone 7 it's like this is a dude from like call it's like this is an old model you're like fucking an iPhone 7 and Alf Ali says that uh this guy Jim right hurt her feelings so that's why she wants to get with Roy who has always told her that she was his dream girl and Emma tells her that she can just she can have fun. She can fuck anyone, right? She has a vagina. She could just go outside and somebody will want to fuck her. The goal is not to get fucked. And Allie raises her glass and toasts and says, well, not tonight, right? And after they sip, uh, Allie asks her uh, to check her asshole to see if she accidentally cut herself shaving, right? So hilarious. Cut to Dave and Gaeta uh, doing a sound check at the venue, right? They've got... The stage props are ridiculous. There's this giant lit up sign. There's these giant lips that act like couches. It is pretty ridiculous. I don't know how that exists in the show. And it seems specific to their show there. So I don't know. It had to have been made low. It's not like they're transporting these these stage props. Uh, but Dave asked Gata, right, while they're getting the levels, getting the audio check on the mics. 
what he asked Gata what he thinks of Wisconsin, specifically Madison, Wisconsin, and Gata uh, tells him the last time he was there, he pissed on a bitch, right? And Dave like goes over to him and is like, "Man, you can't. You're on the microphone. You can't just say that stuff, right? You need to watch what you say on a microphone." And Gata's like, "Yeah, but she wanted it. She was into it. It's not like." I was doing this against her will, right? She consented, right? Meanwhile, the photographer shows up that they booked, and you have Mike kind of cutting her off on the pass, pulling her aside, and trying to act like she missed this this window of opportunity to photograph Dave. And Mike really kind of talking down to her profession as a photographer, in kind of a funny and also Mike kind of assholey kind of a way. And uh, she points out that he managed the time wrong and uh, she sees completely through his lies. And then Dave sees both of them, right? He's on the stage still and he asks if everything's okay. And Mike calls her a picture girl, right? Just kind of belittling what, what her job is. And Dave can't hear what they're saying, so he hops off the stage to go down there. And Mike is now blaming her for Dave not being able to do his soundtrack, sound check, right? Look at what you did. Look at what you did. Now Dave is off the thing. He's not doing the sound check. And Dave seems to like her, right, and agrees. Uh, it seems like a mismanagement issue. Like, he has no problem throwing Mike onto the bus, right? She also agrees. And uh, she's there to shoot a, a big spread for him for this magazine. And she can't just have all stage photos. She, she has some, like, ideas. And Dave's telling her that he can't be controlled and that Mike is probably just noticing that and that he'll probably walk away soon. And, of course, Mike walks away, gets the hint, and he walks away. Uh, and he offers Mike, or Dave offers to give her uh, his whole afternoon. And she has another shoot. shoot. She says she has another shoot booked, uh, but has a non-traditional ideas for this shoot which dave asks if it's still non-traditional if he's traditionally non-traditional right because of course dave uh cut to Allie outside to meet roy and he got her favorite college drink a midori sour which he no longer drinks those uh and he asked why she would take or why she would take uh why she would come out to Wisconsin to then take him to her ex's concert, right? And he suggests taking her to see his ex-wife. Uh, she highlights the fact that he was married and divorced, like full-on married, full-on divorced. And he says the whole thing was very traumatic for him, uh, and it wrecked him. Meanwhile, Allie swallows a bug and is clear, like trying to clear it out of her throat. Very awkward meeting of the two of them cut back to dave wearing like this very like 70s flowy yellow summer dress similar i guess in some ways the color to the mask suit zoot suit that he wore for the somebody suck me viral videos but now it's this flowy lacy you know 70s evening dress that dave is wearing and he enjoys wearing the dress, right? He's flipping it around, turning, and she's setting up all these different shots, asking uh, asking him kind of how his tour's been, asking him if he's been drowning in pussy, 
right? Takes him off guard. He hesitates before answering. Uh, and then he lets he lets her know that he's not into hooking up with women like that. Um, which is another aspect. I re- I'm not good at the, I've tried the one night stands, the casual relationships, and I'm not very good at that either. Uh, it's just not something I, I just, I, I, I don't funk. It doesn't work for me. And Dave, it doesn't work for him. So another thing I, I but I'll, I think that's uh, Dave. Part of that is Dave not actually knowing how used to this casual stuff. Um, but he asks if uh, he seems like a player, right? And all of the, uh, all he wants really is a girlfriend, right? He's not a player. She doesn't really think so. Uh, and he asks if she's up to her neck in big dick energy, which kind of a horrible way to put it, but trying to ask her the same thing. Um, and she says it's not really her focus, right? And he asks if she thinks she'll die in Wisconsin, which is a very uh, awkward way to ask that kind of a question. Um, and I'm absolutely in love with this woman already, right? I, I like her energy. Obviously, I think she's gorgeous. I would be trying to make her laugh. Like, that is my, and I think Dave's thing, using humor um that's at least my move right if i'm if you're a woman and you want to know if i'm into you i am try i will be trying to make you laugh right that is i try to be funny right that is that is what my move is right she's got an amazing smile right and she gets him refocused on the shoot and he recommends taking her into his world a little Right, and she agrees. Let's take a quick break from this episode because I want to promote, are you looking for a way to take your love of the Ray Taylor show to the next level? Look no further than Inspire Disorder Plus. As a member, you'll get access to a whole host of amazing perks, including the full week of shows, ad-free in both audio and video versions, a live painting archive, early access to the many faces, members-only discounts and deals, a podcast back catalog with over 600 episodes but that's not all as a member you'll get access to my personal blog as well as my creative writing you'll also get the chance to ask me anything you want with all of these benefits and more inspired disorder plus is a must-have for any fan of the ray taylor show so don't wait go sign up now head on over to inspireddisorder.com plus and start enjoying all of the amazing perks of the membership and now Let's get back to the show. Cut to him, still in the dress, but now he's showing her his his scroll guard, right? The 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 rubber diaper thing with the dick hole in it to help protect against STDs that just a condom won't fully protect, right? And she has a ton of questions, right? Including if he's washed it, she grabs it and smells it to confirm that yes, in fact, he does wash it. And she asks if he can try it on. Like she's got a good sense of humor. Like, this is the right, this is, like, clearly somebody that he connects with, right? This makes sense for him. And she has to try it on, and she throws it on, right, over her clothes, obviously. And she loves it and mentions that, you know, they're the same size, right? There's the same scrote size. And she mentions, like, that he is a very honest person. He's very honest about things. And he starts to tell her that he has all kinds of other equipment and devices and remembers 
that she has another shoot and asked if she needs to go and finds out that she was actually lying about that, right, to try and be impressive, act like she's, you know, a successful photographer. And uh, he asks why, to impress you? And she's like, she says to impress him, and she, he thanks her for that, right? And then he leans in to kiss her and immediately apologizes, right? He's like, oh, I misread this situation. But then she leans back in to kiss him back. Of course, of course, that's what that's where this is going, right? They had a vibe going on. But they just to be clear, right? Dave is still in the dress and she is still in the scrow guard. So that is the vibe. That is the reality these two are in while kissing, which is perfect cut back to Roy and Allie at this like one of the nicest bowling alleys I have ever seen right it is like all like reclaimed wood and candlelight and vintage lighting and a massive bar like it is a classy bowling alley which I guess is what you would get in Madison Wisconsin whereas most bowling alleys I've ever been to are the exact same shitholes that you would expect to see at a bowling alley but this is like a this is like a fancy bowling alley, which is crazy. Um, and she's telling him how nobody has ever seen her wet from swimming, right? Compares herself to looking like a, a little Dutch boy uh, when she gets wet, right? So it's something that she's never been open allowed people to see. Um, and then he gets a work call and needs to take it and kind of leaves to go answer it. And while... She, she's waiting she gets a text from jim asking how wisconsin's going and is telling her how lonely he got after she left right all of a sudden i'm lonely right this dude's manipulating right very manipulative clearly keeping her at a distance stringing her along maybe i mean the fact that it says do not call right this is a guy that i assume told her not to call him to only text him and maybe that is because she is i i think this dude's married and she's like a side chick right and he doesn't want that showing up on his screen her calling him on his screen while he's with his and would make sense why he's keeping her at a distance and manipulating her and all these things right we don't really get the clarification on all that but that's what it seems like she sees his text but doesn't text him back right instead she grabs a cheese stick or whatever mozzarella stick and and chomps down on it then throws a ball that goes directly into one of the gutters roy comes back and he compliments her uh in kind of a joking way and she's <clears throat> clearly still kind of emotional about this whole gym thing and trying to not let it come out and he reminds her uh that the show the concert's gonna start in like an hour and she suggests just skipping the show and just going back to his place right and in some ways, at this moment, I kind of felt bad for Roy, right? Kind of being used in a way. I don't know. Usually people don't give a fuck about dudes being used for anything. But it's like, I, like, I don't know how much he is into her, especially if he's like somebody that has pined for her, is somebody that liked her a lot back in the day, and they never had a thing like I, I can understand that and then now like this opportunity happening and maybe he thinks more could come from it but that's just an assumption that's not based on anything that's actually happening 
Uh, but Roy is definitely down for that plan to go back to his place, right? So maybe I don't really feel that bad. Maybe he is on the same level as far as just, you know, keeping it casual. Uh, but cut to Dave off stage, right? The show's about to start. He's just off stage, face buried in his phone, still texting, right? Um, and I assume texting the photographer. Mike comes up bringing him the mic and tells Dave that Gata showed up late again. He brought a bunch of women again, right? And Dave isn't paying attention at all. He's only focused on his phone. And then Mike noticed that he's being ignored and asked Dave if he's, you know, doing uh, like what he's doing. And he's totally locked up with Ryan, right? That he's, he's totally focused on that. Meanwhile, you see that she's actually on the other side of the stage, right? She's going to be taking photographs. So she's actually there, and Dave is just texting her, but they're on opposite sides of the stage, right? And he's telling he can't wait for the show to be over. She mentions how the crowd is loving him, and he's like, yeah, there must be love in the air. And then he gives, sends a heart, you know, and then, or she gives it a little heart on the text, right? She, her reaction to that, love is in the air. Uh, there's a fly buzzing around. It's not a fly. It's just some bug. And it is annoying me. So forgive my distractions as I'm trying to... This is a bug that is annoying me. And I'm going to have to try and take care of this between whatever. Anyway, if you see me getting distracted, that is a bug's fault. It's a bug's life. And I'm being bugged by it. And I kept looking directly into the light and then looking back at my script. And my eyes are... Anyway, back to the show. So before the show starts, he runs over and gives her a kiss before going on stage, right? And uh, goes on stage, cut back to Allie, right? Back at Roy's house, drinking. And he says he's wanted to do this for a long time and kisses her. He tells her how he hates telling his dates uh, that he's emotionally unavailable. So he's already laying the groundwork that he's kind of in a, saying a lot of the same things that Jim was saying, right? That he's emotionally unavailable, right? So it's nice that they're getting together and they're both kind of on the same page, which technically that is what she is there for. She's not there to be emotionally connected to Roy. She's there to get some dick. And he's like, oh, it's so nice that you're just here to get some dick and I'm just here to get some pussy, right? We're emotionally like unavailable, right? But it's exactly what Jim was saying that made her want to even go to fuck Roy, right? Which is, you know, cut back to Dave, right? Going back, the show's over. He's going back to Robin's place, right? Which is the same place that they were doing the shoot, right? And he's like, oh, this is your saying. She's like, well, I just don't like people knowing where I live. And her neighbors put on this loud music, and Dave starts dancing, trying to get her to dance, the place is massive. It's like this old warehouse loft kind of a place, right? It's got those those like warehouse type windows that that open up. Amazing. That would be like my dream place to live. Wide open, floor plan, all that kind of stuff. Uh and she knows she's aware that she can't dance and Dave's like he likes that. It's the people that can't dance that think they can. She is aware that she can't dance, and Dave is trying to convince her to dance, right? And they start dancing. They start to kiss, right? Cut back to Allie and Roy kissing, right? She's not used to a guy with muscles, right? And he lifts her up to basically eat her out while she's, like, on his shoulders, right? 
So instead of on some riding somebody's shoulders where their crotch is at the back of your head, right? Her crotch is directly in his face. Something that you only see in ridiculous porns, right? So she's like riding on his shoulders while he's, you know, eating her out. Cut back to Dave, which is hilarious. Cut back to Dave and Robin, right? They're both naked, kind of much more romantic on the bed, straddling each other kind of a thing, right? And she's exploring his mouth for some reason while he's telling her about his underbite, right? And it keeps cutting back and forth between the two, right? Very different vibes, right? Allie and Roy, more porn kind of style. And Dave and Robin, more like kind of romantic kind of a thing, right? But also very comedic. And eventually Allie hits her head on the fan because, of course, it's, it's such just stupid. Nobody, nobody's doing that. He's just showing off that he's strong. But it's like it's logistically the worst way to perform oral sex on a woman, right? To have her on your shoulder standing up, right? To where her head hits the fan. And you see Dave and Robin, it, even though it, it, the vibe is more romantic, he's just like kind of doing these like rabbit thrusts, like he's a vibrating rabbit, right? And Dave like asks what race she is, you know, very uncomfortable. Cut to Allie, right? Asking if Roy remembers telling her that she was the girl of his dreams and he doesn't really remember, but sounds like his thing, right? And themes, things seem to be working out perfectly for Dave. Like, this is a woman that's this is like Dave's dream woman, really. Right? Not, she's got her own thing going on. They, the sense of humor, very compatible. Everything's compatible. She, she likes his, she wore his scrow guard, for Christ's sake, right? He's in a dress, like all this stuff, obviously not in a dress at this point. They're both naked, but still, they're like a perfect fit. Right. Exactly what Dave is looking for. And things are seemingly going horrible for Allie. Right. She doesn't look like she's enjoying herself at all. Roy asks if he should get a condom. She's like, yeah. And then she's starting to have second thoughts. And he asks if she wants to talk about anything. And she's like she thought it was a good rebound situation, but she's having second thoughts. She's not really this casual sex kind of a girl. Right. She's never had sex on a first date. And he says that it's it's different because they've known each other for a decade. It's not like this is a first date. We've known each other. Right. And she still feels like she's doing something she shouldn't be doing. And now he's offended. Right. Goes to brush his teeth. Right. And asking, like, did I like gaslight you? Is this a, did I gaslight you? Right. He's starting to get all angry and bitchy about it. She saying that she set up the expectations, right? She sent a nude. So now he's turning into a dick. So now it's like whatever small amount of sympathy I had for this guy thrown out the window. Roy is a complete piece of shit, right? Cut back to Dave and Robin cuddling post sex. And she's asking what she th what he's thinking about. And he tells her that he wasn't really thinking he was he was thinking about the odds <laughs> This is like the worst. He's thinking about the odds of getting AIDS from somebody fingering someone who had a cuticle issue and they had AIDS. Like, could you transfer AIDS from fingering if there's an open cuticle issue and what the odds of that would be? 
And she's like, how do you even sleep at night? Right. And he's like, I sleep fine. And she asked, like, what his thought process is. Right. To not have insomnia with this, like these crazy thoughts in your head. And then he go, he like gets all excited. Like, you really want to know? Right. He gets all excited. He, you know, he's like, buckle up. Like, I'm going to I'm going to tell you exactly what I think about to, to get me to go to sleep. He's like, I imagine it's the Holocaust. He's in Nazi Germany. And he's been on the run for 18 days, right? It's the winter. It's cold. It's snow on the ground, right? It's the most stressful thing in the world. And he just drives up to a family friend's house. They bring him up to the attic where it's super warm with a fireplace. There's a beautiful view out the window. But he can hear the hum of the militia and the tanks from the Nazis and the Nazis talking outside. Right. But it doesn't matter because he's so warm and he's so cozy and he's so tired. And then he just wakes up eight hours later. And he tells her, like, it was the most fun day he's ever had with her. Right. And she wishes that he wasn't leaving. And he tells her that when he leaves, then she's going to have her pick of all the guys who will be after her now once he leaves. Right. And she's going to make some guy's dream come true. Right. He's already. He's already mentally knowing like he's already on to the next one in a lot of ways. And that's what that's the reality of Dave. Dave isn't looking for a girlfriend. He's looking for a girlfriend experience. He's looking for somebody to have a one night stand with that he connects with. Right. It's not that he wants anything long term. He is he is in the space where he is ready for he understands that he's going to move on to the next city and that this is going to end and she wasn't really she was she isn't able to unplug and detach in that same way that dave is clearly mentally ready to do right so she mostly kind of seems sad about the realization that it's only casual and she you know realizing what the reality of the situation is she asks him to leave right makes an i'm sure it's a fake excuse makes an excuse that she needs to get up early the next day she just realized right which you know it, obviously it doesn't matter but it's it seems like she's just making up another story as she made up that she had another shoot uh to make it seem like she's got more of a career going on but you know just to kind of cut ties now so she doesn't fall for this guy who's already mentally checked out she's like i gotta get out right so completely understandable and so right pushing him away once she figures out she was already starting to fall for him and it's understandable you know and uh he's completely understanding and tells her that he has her number right like you're going to be my hoe in this area code, right? Maybe if I come back through here, I'll give you a call. We'll hang out again, right? Which is kind of the thing Dave is lo- like. That is the kind of relationship he's looking for, right? That long distance, like, you know, not completely casual. Something that he, he clearly has a connection with, but something that is going to be temporary for when he's in town, 
Let's take a quick break from this episode because I want to talk about, are you looking for the perfect gift for that art lover in your life? Look no further than InspireDisorder.com. Our gift cards can be used to purchase original artwork from the many faces, a collection of over 2,000 original abstract ink portraits. These one-of-a-kind pieces make for a truly unique and meaningful gift. But that's not all. Our gift cards can also be used to purchase high-quality prints and t-shirts featuring these amazing paintings. Plus, if the recipient is a fan of The Ray Taylor Show, they can use the gift card to purchase merchandise from the show as well. So why wait? Head on over to InspireDisorder.com and purchase a gift card today. Your loved one will be sure to appreciate the thought and creativity behind such a unique gift. Thank you for considering InspireDisorder.com for all of your gift needs and now back to the show cut back to uh back at the hotel right with dave and ally both sitting on the edge of the hotel pool and she's telling him that he doesn't need to tell the truth all the time right uh right when he's telling her what he thinks uh right that's what he th she thinks changed the tide of things him telling the truth and he tells her uh that he really liked her you know and she tells him not to give up. if you really like her then don't give up on her call her from the road right but she but dave considers her not taking his comment the right way as being a red flag right like he's he's making up excuses why he's not going to pursue her anymore right justifying that by coming up with some kind of red flag that is completely arbitrary and bullshit right kind of a bummer right clearly dave is in a place mentally despite saying he wants a girlfriend right he has gotten used to the casual fling kind of a thing right he just pr prefers somebody that he connects with and ali tells him that he needs to forgive people for not being perfect right and i think it's how he protects himself from getting hurt right finding a flaw in somebody to justify not getting close and dave changes the conversation to her and roy and she can't just hook up uh it doesn't have to mean everything but it can't mean nothing right she has to have very similar to dave right doesn't have to be everything dave doesn't want a full-on relationship but it also can't mean nothing right like dave needs to have some kind of connection exact same with ali So he gets it, and they agree about trying to, uh, you know, trying to fill the void. And uh, he says that, that, you know, they still have time, right? Yeah, they're not, they got time to figure things out. And she kind of agrees. And uh, he thanks her for not getting back with him when he tried, right? Because... He would have fucked it up between them and they wouldn't sh and she deserved she didn't deserve it right he says that they are both in a good place and he's thankful to have her in his life as a friend right and anyone who isn't thankful for her is a fucking loser right so he's still cares about ally right you deserve everything right she gives him a look like that meant a lot to her right she's like kind of an emotional like happy like that's so sweet that you said that um almost like she's holding back tears and i do love these two together right i think dave is the best dave with ally 
but I also understand why they kind of go both. They went their separate ways. Right? She keeps him honest. And then Gata shows up, and he's got a bunch of groupies with him. And Gata says that he even found the kind of girl that Dave's into, right? So Dave excuses himself, right? Telling her that, like, he needs to make sure Gata understands, finally understands the type of girl he's looking for after making him watch The Wedding Crashers, right? To make sure that the rest of the tour, he's bringing back the right girls for him, right? The ones that Dave thinks he can have a connection with. Right? He says he wants a girlfriend, but clearly it's going to be a casual kind of a tour. He's in a casual tour sex mode. right? He's just looking for a specific vibe. And Allie doesn't say it, but the look on her face is like, sure, go ahead. right? Another guy just looking to use women. But she takes another hit of the joint they were smoking, and then she gets into the pool, which you know is a very unique thing. No one has ever seen her wet from swimming and she just kind of walks into towards the deep end and then finally just goes under the water right and that's the end of the episode right i feel for ali in this episode i love ali i love both dave and ali but i love ali a lot i really you know i love her and dave she kept him honest i feel like her and dave uh kind of want the same thing clearly you know like they both want Something doesn't have to be everything, but it also can't be nothing, right? The thing that she said is exactly, in many ways, what Dave wants. Except for Dave has way more opportunity than she does, right? She's got, he's got groupies. She's, you know, trying to hook up with some guy that liked her back in college. So, difference is there. And I think we saw Dave connect with somebody, right? That he had a genuine connection. He genuinely connected with Robin. But that she may have wanted more, whatever. You know, I felt bad for Robin, right? And he could have invited her on tour, right? He could have, if Dave was really looking for a girlfriend and not just the girlfriend experience or just the feeling of what falling for somebody you know but then able to detach from them like that 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 specific feeling you get when you first fall for somebody where everything seems to fit it is a magical feeling like even be like you know the very beginning of the honeymoon it's not even the honeymoon i don't know what you call it but you know and Allie wants you know that emotional connection so she can enjoy the sexual connection right she needs something to be able to enjoy that that next level connection. And I also feel bad for Emma in this episode, who seemed bummed when Allie decided to go spend her day with Roy instead of hanging out with her friend, right? So I feel bad for Emma as well. Um, but I'm glad Allie and Dave are friends, right? I hope she finds somebody that fits her needs, right? Which I'm sure she will. She's a great person. Um, and if she, you know, I'll jump into fictional. I'll date Allie, sure. Uh, the trend of P- the the trend of the episode being these episodes in this season being kind of a dual focus, right? There's in every episode, it's like Dave and another one of the characters. So this one followed that trend. Uh, however, it didn't have any Dave rapping. I think it's like the first episode so far where we didn't get any any Dave rapping in it at all. 
I mean, he was at a show concert, but we didn't even get any of that that show. It was really more of a focus of showing Dave and Allie as they're both kind of looking for that same thing. Dave finding it in somebody in Robin who Robin wanting something different. And then like it's all four people involved. were all looking for something different. Um, so I don't know. It's, I, I thought it was the comparison of those two things. Uh, especially two characters from the first season and seeing how they're both in the same place looking for the same thing except for Dave and is a, is, has a much different access than she does, than Allie does. But either way, great episode. Next episode, season three, episode five, The Storm. Dave gets a lesson in Southern hospita- hospitality courtesy of his number one fan, uh, and is this number one fan that same fan who made the cement head? I don't know. I have no idea if that, like, for whatever reason, that character in that episode, I forget the, the name of the episode, the one where he wears the scro guard and goes to the house party, right, where she the fan after the show gives him a cement version of Dave's head. I just, there's something about that character that I feel like they're going to come back. Like it was like such a, a random character that it just it can't not right. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe it's somebody completely different. I have no idea. We will find out next week. But for this episode, it is a complete and utter wrap on our Dave recap for today. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure to come back next Tuesday for more laughs, insight, and opinions of the awesome show, Dave. And join the conversation by leaving a comment or rating on your favorite podcast platform or over on youtube.com slash inspired disorder if you are watching this until then i am still ray taylor reminding you to keep it real keep it funny and keep watching dave new episodes of the ray taylor show come out every single day subscribe on youtube and everywhere our podcasts are found binge the full week over at inspireddisorder.com slash plus buy ray taylor show merch over at inspireddisorder.com have a wonderful day everybody peace Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.